Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Joining me live and my friend, Natalie Jill, who also happens to be a nutrition, diet, and fitness expert, and somebody who I love because A, she's a mom, B, she wasn't born this way, and C, she gets that the struggle is real. She has written an amazing book, which has helped thousands and thousands of people. And what I love about Natalie, which you guys know is the case for me, is I'm a student. Like I I just, I don't care about trends. I want to know what really works. And that's why I haven't brought you any other fitness and diet experts to my Facebook world. So to my Facebook friends, I brought the best here to you. This is Natalie. Natalie, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. So we wanted to have this opportunity to talk to you about your new book. Because I know I'm always love reading books and highlighting and pulling pages out. And, and what's interesting to me is that there's so many books right now that are very, 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 very popular. And people don't realize that the, the stuff that they're passing on to each other, even that author has changed their position. And I love that you have brought to the market the latest and the greatest. So tell us a little bit about your book and what people can expect. Sure. Okay. So the thing with most books out there and diet plans is there's so much information overload and it gets really trendy and faddish quick. It's like, you know, should I be no sugar? Should I be no carbs? Should I be fat free? Should I be, should I be on a cleanse? It gets really confusing for people because they don't know what to believe, what to follow. And my gosh, when I went through my own journey, losing weight and getting in shape, I remember trying to navigate through all of that information overload and just, you get so overwhelmed and it's so discouraging. And I feel like that's what causes people to give up. Natalie, you just said exactly like you just took the words out of my mouth. I feel like you're in my head because it's frustrating and you, you just, you just want to know what works. And it's really frustrating when you think you've found a lifestyle that you can stick to. And then lo and behold, your like skinny girlfriend comes by and she's like, Oh my God, are you really eating that? That's so bad for you. And you're like, what? Like, and I know that, um, I can think back on when as a personal trainer, I had all my clients completely fearing fat, right? And everything had to be fat free and sugar free. I literally, as a personal trainer, I remember one day for lunch, I had a box of sugar free Snackwell cookies <laughs> and a Diet Coke. So tell me what's one of the biggest myths that's out there right now. Like, you know, we know that the fat free, sugar free, like, you know, we did that in the 90s. But what's one of the more common current trends that you it drives you crazy so one of them is the nutrition label believe it or not the part that says the fat grams sugar grams carbohydrates because i want people to stop looking at that so much and instead read the actual ingredients because what happens is we get so caught up with how much fat or how much sugar or how many calories that we're forgetting about what our bodies are meant to do and that's process real natural food and if we can look at it a lot more simple as to do we actually know what we're eating can we define the ingredients it changes so much and that is what I base everything on on this sort of unprocessed your diet okay so if that's to be the case and I'm shopping tonight and normally I would pick up the box and I would look at the label and read you know fat and calories and carbs and proteins and what you're saying is stop looking at that instead take a look at the ingredients and so when I'm reading the ingredients what's something that I should go okay red flag if you can't pronounce the word that's a big red flag pretty much all processed foods 
Yes, <laughs> it's all junk. Or you see obvious chemicals or you see um, other words for yeah. sugar. I mean, there's so much mono, you, anything you can't pronounce okay, is a problem. We, we were getting um, a- when I read a label, I always feel like, well, it's at the end of the list, so I don't need to worry about it. Is there some truth to that? There, there's, there's some truth a little bit because whatever is at the beginning is supposed to be what's the majority. But I want to get away from that altogether because if you're eating real, natural, unprocessed foods, so think, things that once grew, simple, the basic that we've all heard, the parameters of the grocery store, you know, apple, carrots, chicken, anything that is basic and simple, that is what we, we want. So when you look at foods in a box, processed foods, um, there's, there's different levels of what's extreme and what's not. So if I pick up something and there's four ingredients, if it says things that we can pronounce, apples, water, maybe salt, whatever it is, that is going to be a better choice of foods than something that has a big paragraph of things, including red number, whatever, and another word we can't pronounce and whatever artificial flavor or color. Okay. So having said that, I interviewed a nutrition expert recently for my podcast, and one of the things that was like really surprising, and I know it's her personal opinion, but she very much believes that people consume too much fruit and that all of that fruit keeps us continually craving more sugar and that... Um, you know, people need to be very careful about their fruit intake. And so what's your thoughts on that? I don't agree at all. And let me, let me tell you why. Um, but let me tell you why. Um, I don't know anybody personally. I don't, and of all the clients I've worked for that was ever obese because of too much fruit. Now, if they are not moving and they're eating Doritos and ice cream and fruit, we might have a problem. But it's very hard to overeat fruits when you're eating a primary natural diet. So if you're eating, if your foods are based on real foods, and I'm talking nuts, seeds, um, proteins, um, real oils, vegetables, fruit, it's very hard to overeat stuff. So if you're eating most of your meals based on that and you happen to have strawberries, you know, how many strawberries would you have to eat to have a problem? I mean, you're, yeah, if you're eating, you know, buckets and buckets of a, a fruit, fine. But I don't know anybody that does that. Okay, so then are there certain fruits that are better than others? And I know that one of the exciting things about your book that has me excited anyways is all of your fat-burning recipes. Okay, so how is it food can be fat-burning? And what foods, are, what foods do we need to consume to help us rev up our metabolism? Okay, so I'm gonna to answer that question. I want to back up a little bit. If we're eating a processed food diet, we are we have lost our sense of regulating what we need to eat, what we should eat. Our bodies really don't know, and we get into this endless cycle of cravings and needing more, needing more. So when you think about the last time you ate cookies or chips or something that's a heavily processed food, we tend to not be able to stop. We start and yeah. you get this, it's, and it's all sweet kind of thing, like and you, you keep just eating. Don't feel satisfied yet, and and you keep waiting for that like chip or that last bite that you're going to be like, okay, that satisfied me. Not, not a fullness thing, but like a satisfaction thing. So what is that? And it, it never seems to come. And when you, and even worse that you have artificial sweeteners because your body thinks it's getting those calories. And when it's not, it's going to constantly look to make up for them. So if you're, if you're drinking diet soda or you're chewing sugar-free gum or you're eating, you know, sugar-free, fat-free jello or whatever, your body thinks it's getting the calories. And when it's not, it's going to look for things and you're going to constantly have this craving and this hunger. And you never really get to this fat burning mode because you're constantly looking for that next 
thing. And we were just always looking, looking, looking. But when you're eating a natural food diet, so things that once grew, the unprocessed foods, and you give it a few days to kind of kick in so your body is used people, to that. I'm just going to interrupt um, you for a second and tell you that people are sure. so excited that you've given them permission to have fruit. Like, I'm reading you guys Yay! right now, and I love it. People are like, yes, yes. Okay, keep going. Yeah, I love it. Because I, I got to be honest, I cringe. There's two things that I hate when I get a message about, I was told not to eat carrots. There's too much sugar. Or I have to give up fruit. I'm thinking, like, where is this coming from? Because I, I get... Yes, fruit it has fructose, which is sugar. Yes, but how many times have you seen somebody legit eat overeat their fruit? You know, if you're if you're not if you're being inactive and you're eating junk, then yes, that's adding to it. But if you're eating a natural food diet, fruit starts tasting really yeah. sweet to you. This is so really true. sweet. Okay, I want to go back in, to a, a personal question. Backstory on Natalie, completely unrelated to the book, but maybe kind of related, is she worked full time in corporate sales and she had that nine to five plus busy career managing tons of people in sales um, struggled with her her weight struggled with her health didn't really get into health and fitness until what age Natalie oh my gosh late, late 30s. 30s so do you have to have a before photo do you with you like in the book I maybe? Do. oh my gosh I do but not like in my hand <laughs> right now but yeah I'll just <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I, I do have before pictures. It's funny because, you know, when you don't like yourself or when you're not feeling good, you don't take a lot of pictures. So I was the one hiding off. So but what I love about but it I is, you fun. know, you're that kind of person that people see your stuff on Instagram and they're like, oh, she's a fitness model. She's, oh, she's been training for years and years and years. Oh, she's always looked this way. Oh, I bet she doesn't have kids. So tell us, because I want people to understand why this is your passion. So tell us how it is. You left, you know, this career that was a really high paying um, sales position and got into something that was completely outside of that. And, and why? Um, okay. So how I got into it. So first of all, I'm 44 right now and I am a mom. So I have had a baby. I've done all that. Um, but what happened was I, I was always interested in fitness and nutrition. It was a hobby of mine. It was not my career. And it wasn't until I went through my own personal rock bottom that everything changed for me. And I say my own personal rock bottom because I was what look, I looked like I had this perfect life at one point. I was in a corporate job, was married at the time um, to my now ex-husband, um, lived in what looked like the perfect house, had the two dogs, had a baby on the way. Everything looked perfect. And I, it's my pre-life because it was a, a very life because what people didn't know is I was extremely unhappy and I didn't I felt like I had to be this fake person to other people I had to put on this facade of yes I'm happy everything's great and wonderful but because I it really wasn't I was eating to make up for things I was depressed um, this was at the time when the housing market crashed and everything sort of fell apart for me and I I became that person that was depressed and didn't have any money and I felt like I didn't have friends to talk to and I was going through a divorce and I found myself becoming a single mom having to leave my security my secure comfort job that I was traveling full-time because I had to figure it out so I was really I remember feeling extreme being extremely scared and depressed and I felt like the only thing I could maybe get a grasp on and control was my health I thought if I could focus on that and that's really what launched me into this whole thought of unprocessed food because I went online searching and looking for answers on how to get myself healthy again and I became so overwhelmed with all the information out there and I, I honestly I was so confused and I 
kept reading that I needed to do this workout or that or drink this shake or I, just, I was so Nelly, confused. I want to keep you and right there I didn't for have, a second hmm? because I think there are so many people who can relate to what you said, which is I didn't want to burden other people. I didn't want to tell people I was unhappy. I didn't want people to think that because you, you feel like a whiner and a complainer when you're like, you got this nice house, you got this nice car, you got this nice job. What are you complaining about? How dare you be unhappy? And I think there's a lot of people out there, a lot, especially women, where we just think, I'm not going to burden anyone else. Um, I'm going to handle my problems myself. I'm not going to talk about this. But yet I'm sad and I'm going to turn to food. Or yet I, or I feel un. I feel unhappy or I feel like I deserve this. God damn it. Like, you know, it's eight o'clock at night and I'm going to have that glass slash bottle of wine and I'm going to eat this and I deserve it because I had a really hard day and everybody counts on me. And I think that and I'd love to hear because I'm reading the comments live. How many of you relate to that feeling exactly that? Like that's this thing that you turn to because you don't want to burden anyone else. And then to realize it's not helping you long term. It's giving you momentary satisfaction. But then to realize, okay, I need to make a change. I want to make a change, but it's so confusing. And was it something physically? Was it that you'd gained a lot of weight or were you actually feeling sick that spurred your It was everything. I gained I had gained sixty five I was sixty five pounds heavier than I am today, but it was fifty pounds that I gained while pregnant. So I started out a little overweight and then I gained this 50 pounds and it was from eating junk to comfort myself. So I was then eating junk that was making me more tired and then I had no energy and I didn't understand how much food really played a role on, on that. And I mean, my gosh, it plays such a role. And to make matters worse, when you're feeling depressed and isolated, you're wearing the sweats on your couch and nothing's fitting tight because you're comfy on your couch and you think I'll just eat more. (laughs) And it's just a vicious cycle. It's, it's the worst feeling. Natalie, Um, I want to know what is different about this book, because I know that you've helped thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people with your seven day jumpstart. But this is different. And so this is a book that you've published and it's a hard copy book and it comes. Is it available yet? Yeah, May 3rd. It hits stores everywhere, but it's pre-order now. So it's available now. So we're pre-ordering it. Um, I'm like a. Yep, I'm a week. We can get it at well Amazon, Barnes and Noble, but also at NatalieJillFitness.com forward slash book is where they can get it. NatalieJillFitness.com forward slash book. And uh, okay, so you know, and we're friends, but I want you to share the story Mm -hmm. because I said to you, well, why don't you just produce the book that you've already written called Seven Day Jumpstart? And because you were like so, you're like I can't talk right now. I'm researching. I'm writing. I'm researching. I'm writing. So what, what, what's different? Because I wrote the original seven day jumpstart when I was first doing my own information digging and I've learned so much since then. So even though that worked, this works better. This is, this is new information. This is the most up to date information. And what I really found as much as I've helped people, what I found they wanted was more choices and they wanted a lot of food options that tasted yeah. great. And I wanted to show people how easy making an unprocessed food diet can be and how amazing it can taste while you're burning fat. So this book has 84 brand new fat burning recipes. Like I've never shared these before. Lots of options. I mean, even seven desserts. Oh, I love that. I'm a dessert person. Are there workouts in this book? Yes. And that was the other thing. So the other thing is I I love working out as you do, Shalina, and everyone loves working out. But I also know what it's like when you're first starting and you don't have a lot of time and you can't afford a gym or you can't, you don't have 
the, the time is the big one. And so I put seven, seven minute body weight workouts that I personally used um, myself that will help you get in phenomenal shape. So you don't have, if you cannot do the long workouts or all the intensity, you, there's seven, seven minute body workouts. Now too. I happen to, I'm glad you said that. I, I happen to know that, you know, you've had some setbacks this year and had to go through a couple of spells where you couldn't exercise. So I'm going to yes. ask you a controversial question yes. and I want your honest opinion. Yeah. What okay. matters more? Our nutrition or our fitness? I know we need both. Oh my gosh, it depends. I don't have, because I, part of me would say, okay, if you cannot be active, if you cannot be an athlete, then it's, it's nutrition, because nutrition will, will conquer all. However, when you are training intense and you are in athlete mode, like it, it starts to, to shift and nutrition and your diet, you have more flexibility there. Because I, I watched, like I watched when people were analyzing Michael Phelps' diet, you know, going, how can he eat all those, you know, carbs and pancakes? And my gosh, he's training for hours and hours a day, intense Olympic style. When you're doing that, yeah, diet, you have a lot more flexibility. Most of us are not training like athletes like that every well, day. Okay, so, so here's diet what I would love important. to know. Because I know there's people out there right now who... You know, they know you exercise, but I don't think they know that your exercises are so short. Like you, you know, that was one of the things when we first met, you're like, I don't do cardio. Like, no, no, Shalane. No. I'm like, what? Girl, you do not have, don't lie to me. I will find out. <laughs> don't tell me you have those abs and that body and you don't do cardio. And you're like, I used to, but now I have this body because I trained the right way. And I love yeah, that. And my but I want to talk to, and people will say to me all the time, help those people who mm -hmm. hate exercise. And they don't yeah. want to exercise. And I, I understand that. But I think it's really important to, to start to feel better about yourself. And the reason why I think a lot of people don't exercise is because they feel physically, they feel tired, they feel run down, and it's no wonder they don't want to exercise. So what is your opinion on people who just start off this new kick, this new healthy lifestyle by just focusing on their diet? I'm, it's great. And that's my original seven day jumpstart is based just on diet. So that alone will change so much. But this is what happens when you start eating right, your energy starts coming back and you start feeling better about yourself. And a funny thing happens. You now want to yeah. move more. So, so it starts to shift. And, you know, there's, there's a, several reasons that people get overweight and out of shape and get tired and have these crazy cravings. And diet is a big part of it, but also sitting all day is another big part of that. And sitting is the worst thing you can do. Back, Who invented horrible. sitting? So the more you're moving, the better. But it doesn't have to be crazy, intense, um, working out. I mean, you can love that, and that's amazing. But you don't have to do that to get started. So that, to me, is an excuse that holds people back because you can do so much with your diet. And I have moving. a question from Donna, who's watching us live, and she says, Shalene, um, I want to know, ask uh, Natalie what her thoughts are on pasteurized dairy. Yeah, that's a good question. So it, it all depends. I am a fan personally of the raw when you can do it. When you pasteurize stuff, we're creating, that's what's creating the issue when people are lactose intolerant. Our bodies are not recognizing it and able to process it then. So when you switch to raw, typically people that are lactose intolerant don't have as much of a problem. So I'm a fan of the raw when you can have it. However, there's always a however, everything's not so black and white. Dairy can be fine for some people in moderation. One of the things I talk about in my, in my book and actually all my programs is there's a few trigger foods that, that blow people, create more cravings, make them tired, create inflammation. And I like people to take those out initially just to see how their body reacts 
and they're pretty basic. One is wheat, the other is dairy, and the other is just artificial sweeteners. I love that you said that because I, I also agree that there are no hard and fast rules that work for all people because we're different. You know, my genetics are different from your genetics. My sister and I have different genetics. Food responds differently to both of us. The way our bodies respond to our workouts are different. So to like get on somebody's like list of rules um, mm -hmm. is to sometimes find disappointment because other people are going to have great results and you're like, well, so maybe there's something wrong with me. And I love your approach. You've always said that. You're like, it depends. But I'm going to give you all yeah. the things so you can test it for yourself and make the best decision. But I love that you believe and you share in your book how important it is that people figure this out for themselves so that they can maintain it for a lifetime. So I, what I teach in my book is I... I I really try to teach what's happening to your body when you eat certain ways so you can make a better choice. And so, yes, I have a seven-day meal plan in there, and I have lots of recipes and all that, but it's really designed to teach you in a very basic way. I, I don't, I mean, I have the science to back it, and I have the resources there, but I, I want to talk to people the way I talk to a mom at the park or I talk to you, Shalene, right now. I want to explain it in simple terms so everybody understands. So when you go to a party and you're tempted with stuff, you understand and can make a good educated choice. Versus just saying, my friend told me I can't right. eat this. Yeah. And not knowing well, why. Well, knowledge is the key. And this journey really started for you because of you discovered you were um, celiac? Yes, I discovered I was celiac years ago before I even struggled with this. But what was interesting is I went gluten-free because of it. But just because you're gluten-free doesn't mean you're True. eating healthy. Because you can eat all kinds of gluten-free gluten cake and cupcakes, <laughs> and that doesn't, isn't going to help you. But when you eat a naturally unprocessed food diet, that is gluten-free by nature. So that's why when someone says, should I go gluten-free, I'm saying, well, I don't know that everyone should just go gluten-free, but if you, everyone goes unprocessed food where I yeah I recommend that for pretty okay. much everybody and and, and, and so let's talk now a little bit about um, the recipes so I yeah for those people who are going to go and pick up your book which I highly recommend you guys I mean the, I that's you know me I don't like trendy stuff I want to be honest I want you to do something that doesn't feel like a diet. It's something you can maintain for life. And that's why I have Natalie here with me today because I, I believe this is the kind of thing that empowers people. It's, it's knowledge-based. Like when you understand why, as she's just explained, it's so much easier to go, oh, I can make a decision for myself and I can start testing these things and I can take this out of my diet and see how my body responds and then I can put it back in if there's no problem. And just, to, you know, it's, it's your, your body should be something that gives you energy and you feel really good about and it affects your mood and people don't realize that what you're eating is like a drug. So I want people to understand when they pick up the book, what are they going to learn and what are they going to feel? Well, the, the first thing is you're going to learn that it's all about empowering yourself and not beating yourself up. Um, and I, I really, I approach everything from my Facebook post to what I have in this book that way. Like, is this empowering and encouraging somebody or is it going to make them feel yeah. like a failure? Because I don't want that. So everything is empowering and encouraging. And I get rid of the whole um, subtraction mode. So instead of focusing so heavily on the things you can't have, I go really heavy into what you can have. I like that. Can. Because then we're looking at addition versus subtraction. And it's very encouraging when you focus on what you can add. The more of the good we add, the less room there is for the bad. So, and I say that with everything, whether that's bringing more positive people into your life, more movement, more of the right foods, focus on that versus all these crazy things that's we can't true. have and make less good room for the others. Yeah, I like the way that feels. What about the recipes? Um, difficult, hard, 
What, what can we expect? No, there's a little of everything, but I have 84. You guys are so good. <laughs> I can't even. I'm like, I my whole team, we've been we've been test, tasting these every day. Like, this is what we do for lunch, but I'm going to show you. Like, there's fries in there that you can eat. Like, I'm giving you permission to eat French fries. There's, um... Oh Were those sweet uh, potato fries by chance? I'm going to show you some pictures Hey, here. will you guys pull up some questions for me? And I'm going to pull up some pictures. And were, were those sweet potato me. fries by chance? Those oh, were sweet potato fries. Those suckers. But look, look at this. So this is, um, this is pudding. And I'm not going to tell you what's in it. You have, to get the, you have to get the book. I want people... Yeah, I want, well, I want people to try. Because if you, I think if you just read the ingredients sometimes, you're like, well, that doesn't sound good. But you have to try because it's amazing. And then more puddings. I have oh, all kinds yum. of like chia pudding. Okay, let me ask you a question. So especially if you have a um, For those people who are vegetarian, you know, I, I heard you mention it's mm -hmm. really important that people have protein. Can we get protein? How, how do we get protein? And do you have recipes for those people who are watching now who are vegetarian? Yeah. First of all, protein is in every food. So there's, it's, when people ask about protein, you know, yes, I'm a fan of protein, but you get protein from everything. So yes, there's a place if you're vegetarian or vegan. My book is not vegan. I'm just going to be straight up. It's not vegan. There are definitely some vegetarian recipes and I do have vegan recipes in here, but it's not a vegan book. Um, I respect those who are vegan. That's not what I talk about or do in here, but, um, but there's definitely some vegetarian my, recipes. My daughter on, this is not really vegetarian. We call her Sierra-tarian she has her own rules oh but you know she just doesn't like meat um and she is yeah. 16 and she's 16 and she can figure out how to modify meals it, it, sorry guys i have to tell you that drives me crazy when people are like what do i do if i'm vegan i'm like you're vegan you figure it out you know what to do like you know what to do or you wouldn't be calling yourself vegan you know like so absolutely every delicious recipe can be modified and, and you can go to restaurants and order and modify so you know take Take the foundation of these recipes and you can make them work for you. What about, what do you think about um, all of the, I don't want to say hype, but um, all the people who are like, what do you think about paleo? Let's say that. Uh, I love these questions. Again, it's putting people in the categories and it's making them feel like a failure if they don't stick to it exact. I mean, I could, are some of my recipes paleo? I guess, yeah, sure they are. Are some of them gluten-free? Yeah, they're all gluten-free. Are they some vegetarian? Like there's all these labels. I'm, I'm over the labels because then you're a failure if you don't stick exact. Like paleo means 10 different things True. to 10 different people. Like, like who, you can have butter on some, not on other, yeah. I don't know. So it's just the labeling needs, it's just, it's gotten out of control. So to me, I'm like, let's focus on all the good things because look at, look at, okay. Look at vegan and paleo, how extreme different they are, but they're also really into unprocessed healthy foods for yeah. the most part. So there's some yeah. similarities too. So I want to drop the labels and that's why I've sort I've been saying everything is unprocessed your diet because that's really the general thing that I want people to focus on and not to have to live up to some category or some specific type of labeled diet. What about rice? I mean, isn't rice something that grows from the ground? Like what's, what's your position on rice? Rice is in my plan. I have rice in my plan and I have potatoes in there. So there's, wait a second. Are, those Hold are the door. Everybody stop. Food. Everybody stop. The woman has abs and she says that we can eat potatoes and rice. Yes. yes. Are you sure? Of course you can. So, you know, but like I'm I know, sure. I know that that is not the norm. And I love that you're like, I don't care what everybody's saying. I've done my research and here's why it's okay for my body and it's okay. Yep. And it's going to be a part of my plan. So defend rice and potatoes for well, us, me, would you? Let me first of all say, I did not tell anybody to eat 10 servings of rice a day. That is not what I'm going to say. Um, but what I talk about is if it once grew and it's natural, there's a place for it. 
So we can have it in moderation and we make choices. So if your primary carbs are going to come from vegetables and some good fruits, which are allowed at all my meals, and you want to have a couple starchy carbs a day in moderation, it is fine. It works in, in this plan and it works in life. And my thing is anything that I put out there as a diet or a nutrition plan, it needs to work in your life or you're not going to stick so to it. So true. A lot of people are asking uh, because it's um, uh, processed, obviously, is protein powder and doing protein shakes. So what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so you can define process a lot of different ways. And, and for, I say unprocess your diet because I'm not saying go strict, don't eat anything processed because that's impossible. So yeah, there's a place for protein powders. I use protein powders myself. My, my thought and what I tell people is you just want to be able to know what you're eating. So if you're using protein powders, I'm all for it. You just read the ingredients, know what is going in your, what is coming in your protein powder. I'm not going to get into brands here, but there's not several all brands equal. that are amazing and there's several yeah. that aren't. That's so true. And um, what is your thoughts on when you're in a pinch and you've got to go through, you know, and get, you've just got to eat something. Do you think it's better that people yeah. wait several hours and, you know, feel those pangs of hunger until they can get home and eat something unprocessed? Or is there, is there, are there things that people can eat when they're on the road and when they're with their kids and they are going yeah. through drive through There's definitely things that you can eat on the road and with kids and through a drive through Of course there is. There's, always, there's better, best, and ideal. You know, like you, you start in stages. So if you're, if you're living on junk right now, there's a next step that's better. And then there's the ideal perfect step, but it's all in, it's unprocessing. We're just going in baby steps. But here's the other thing I want to tell people. We've gotten into this mindset that we can never feel hungry and that we have to eat every two hours or our body, body's going to eat our muscle. That's just not true. And when you are eating food, you are not burning fat. I just want to clarify that too. If you're eating all day long and constantly eating, 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 you're not giving your body a chance to burn fat. So it's not the end of the world to have a few hours where you are waiting to get home to eat. So that is not a danger zone. We're not going to eat our own muscle because we've, we're too late, two hours late for our meal. That's just a myth and that's been disproven and it's just not true. Um, but yeah, you could, do I love eating fast food chicken? No. Is it okay in a pinch? Sure, that's life. So, you know, it doesn't have to be that extreme. And again, I don't like that kind of chicken, but that's not my choice. But if in a pinch and that's your better choice than what else yeah. there is, then, you know, that's your choice. But that's why I like to teach this in the book because I want people to be able to make better choices. Okay, more questions coming in. Um, what about cheese? Can I have cheese? Can I have yogurt? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, yes, and then yes. what about, go, gonna, what about ketogenic? How can I be keto? So, okay, that's again another extreme. So could you go on a keto, can you go on a ketogenic diet where you are forcing your body to be extremely low carb and only eat fat and burn fat? Yes, you can, but can you do that for our life? I don't mm. think so. Um, if you can and you found a way, then kudos to you. But if that's not working for you and it's struggle and it's hard, that's a fat. Right. Again, and then you can't sustain is, in my opinion, not something worth trying. Okay, can I just rapid fire these questions at you? I love yeah. it. Okay, yeah, um, what about eating just fruits in the morning. Can I have them? I think you've kind of answered that all day long. Yeah, all day long. Why? Why right. just the morning? Um, the, also, yeah. do you feel as though you need to detox your body before starting something like this? No, when you eat, in, your body is designed to do this. We have kidneys and liver, and we have all this stuff. When you're eating a natural food diet, your body works right. Mm. You don't have to go on this crazy. This is a really good one, Natalie. If I buy your book and I start the seven day jumpstart, am I still able to have my coffee? Yes, I drink coffee. Hey, every day. hey, coffee, coffee is the way. All right, next is um, oh, what about? Well, I don't even know what that means. Food combining? 
<laughs> yes, again, but also again, if you're pro, my, my combining goes as far as protein, carbs, and fat. Are we getting protein, carbs, and fat in our meals? That's my combining rule. Okay. <laughs> so, and um, it's not if you have a carrot by itself, you're not going to die. Soy. Uh, I'm not a big fan of soy, um, it, but again, it depends. Uh, soy is heavily genetically modified, which that's a whole other conversation. But um, if you're going to have soy, I'd rather you stick to the real food like edamame mm. um, versus the processed stuff. And soy is also estrogen producing, which might be fine for some, but not for others. So it's just, it messes with our hormones. So I'm not a big soy um, fan. Why ghee over regular butter? Because I, clarify butter is what you want. It's like the best quality of butter. And ghee is actually in Indian food and it's a sweeter butter so it's a, a clarified butter that's very sweet tasting and I love it and it makes your where, where do you get yummy. Ghee? any any store any grocery really? store should have it I mean I know for sure Whole Foods National Food Store will um, but it's yummy that's what I put in my coffee butter in your coffee <laughs> okay girl where, what was that I love this these questions are so good what about all the hype around coconut oil I love coconut oil, but I don't know where, again, all the hype, like it's not one thing solves everything. So yeah, coconut oil is amazing. I use it, but MCT oil is great. Uh, brain octane is good. There's so many oils, you know, it's not about one thing is everything. So coconut oil is great, but so is ghee. So is avocado oil. There's all kinds of oils you can use. How do people fine. know how many calories they should be consuming per day? That question cracks me up every time. Okay. First of all, there's no way to know. There, we'll just get rid of that because if I, if Shalene and I both eat an apple, how many calories were in our apple? I mean, how big was the apple? How ripe was it? I don't know. If we both go for a run, where are we starting from? How how many hills did we go on? How long? There's no way to know exact. So that's another um, thing that I get away from in my program is the cal calorie counting because there's no way to really know for sure. Those machines are not accurate and we do not know exactly what we're eating and we tend to overestimate always how much we're burning and underestimate how much we're eating. So instead I focus on portions and how we feel versus counting oh, the calories. Very good. Um, but let's say, you know, we were just talking about this this morning. I was lifting with a couple of girlfriends here at my home gym and we were talking just about that exactly. That the average person may not really know when they're full and how much is too much because they've had so many years of bad habits of and overeating that you know they get on a plane and the, the size of the meals are like oh, this is like you know child size portions when actually those are average size portions what we should be consuming so with that in mind is there a base point that people should I mean like how do you know if you've never if you've yes. never figured this out in the past or if you've had really, you know, years totally. and years of bad habits, how, how do you know, yes. okay, I'm eating enough or okay, I'm eating too many calories? This is exactly why I wrote this book. This is the whole problem here. We're eating the wrong foods and we have lost the ability to know when we should stop eating and when we're full because we're eating the wrong foods for us and they're triggering all this processed food is making us crave more. And we, we have lost the sense of when we should stop, when we're full. We need to get back to that. And when you unprocess your diet the right way with the right foods, you will be amazed how this changes. It completely changes. All of a sudden, you know. You will absolutely know. You just have to give it those days of cleaning out your body and eating those And right people foods. want to know how, this is a seven-day jumpstart. Is it a seven-day diet or is it a lifestyle plan? So it's, it's both. It teaches you, the seven-day diet is in there because I know people want that. They want, tell me the black and white, what do I have to do? So I put that there. But I spend the rest of the book teaching you how to make choices, how to do swap outs, how to make recipes, how to fit this in. And then I have a seven-day plan that I know if you follow it, it will work. And that's for if you don't want to think. You know, I just want 
want to give right. me something to follow. And how, how long does it take to see results, people want to know? Immediately. You'll see it. You'll feel it in three days. You'll see it in week one. The reason I'm aggressive with the five, I say five to seven week one, and the re, let me explain that, is I'm not talking five to seven fat week one because that is just not realistic for most people. Now, if you're eating a heavily processed, junk food diet and you have a lot of weight to lose that maybe but for most people what happens is you're going to lose all that excess bloat and water in addition to fat and that's why you have that bump that, that first what? week and that's a good what? thing that you have a bump in weight loss week one um, because of that but that's a good thing people act like water weight's a bad thing it's a good thing to lose that because you're going to feel encouraged and you're going to feel motivated to keep going. And we shouldn't be walking around bloated and feeling like that all True. the time. So we're going to get rid of that. And you're going to get encouraged and to keep going. And what can people expect from the workouts? Oh, my gosh. The, um, you can do I need equipment? You, well, you can do uh, nothing. No equipment. There's no equipment in it. Do it's I all need body to weight. be coordinated? You can do it all at home. You do not need to be coordinated. I progress everything. You could be beginner or you could be advanced. They're still going to work for you. And are they, describe your workouts or your approach to fitness, so, I should say. Yes. My approach to fitness is I, I do functional training, which means I don't, I'm not a machine person. I like to use our whole body as one and because then you're using multiple body parts and I don't like to isolate and restrict things because then that's what creates imbalances. So it's a whole other topic, but um, I approach every exercise as a combination move. So we're working multiple multiple muscle groups so we are going to build muscle a little bit which is going to help with that fat burning and using overall more calories in a day it's going to help tone us and shape us and we're going to start feeling more confident and the best part about my workouts is I did them from a standpoint of how to prevent and ease up back pain because that's another thing that women struggle with especially women struggle with a lot so everything is friendly for I that love it. and uh, about how long are the workouts seven okay. and so and so this okay. is the book so how how do i know what i'm supposed to be doing it's it is so detailed. I mean, I, listen, I put my life into this book. I seriously, Shalene can tell you, I put my life <laughs> on pause you know, working on this book. But everything is, everything is detailed out, exercise, instructions, everything. Wait, show us that again. It was so beautiful. Let's see those pictures. I, oh. That's a really detailed tutorials. Really detailed. Like every exercise is going to be exactly what wow. to do. And then what happens, especially for you guys pre-ordering, there's a, a bonus you get, my simplified program, which is going to be launching in June or July. It's a $100 program we haven't even launched yet that you'll get free access to that takes you through all of this stuff on video okay. too. It's Wait, really so let me thorough. just clarify that. So you're saying if they, is that, do they get that they go to, to Amazon or do they need to go to your website? So if you go, you can order from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere. But if you go to the NatalieJillFitness.com forward slash book and you put, there's a, it prompts you with instructions. Okay. You just put your receipt where you got it from and you will get, be the first to get access to Simplified Program when we launch it, which is every, like what I'm doing right now with you, but it's a full academy of me explaining things in detail and walking so it's your you book through workouts. coming to life. So it's actually, it'll be video of these same workouts. Everything. Very cool. Yeah, and That's more. awesome. Like I always buy a hard copy of a book and then if I enjoy it, I later go and buy the audio because I'm like, I, I liked yeah. it, but it sinks in differently when I listen to it or when I watch somebody. So I love that you tap into both modes of learning. That's really cool. Yeah. Natalie, thank you so much thank for you. being my guest here today and answering so many questions. Thank you, thank you for, you know, being a renegade, being that person who's like, yeah, I know everyone says you can't eat rice. I know everyone says these are the rules, <laughs> but let's face it. We all have different parents. We all have different DNA. Let's just figure this stuff out and enjoy life. And you've helped hundreds of thousands of people. You've got, you guys check her out on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, don't take my word for it. Obviously, I'm biased, but just, just read from the people who Natalie has helped.
change their lives, change their bodies, change the way they eat, change the way they feel about exercise, and go get this book because that is an incredible offer too that you're giving people this this academy with it uh, when that launches. But in the meantime, they've got your very first book, and we know it's going to be a bestseller. So grab it before it sells out, people. Thank you. Bye, guys. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down, or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is, while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337, and that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence, and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.